the Figuring It Out podcast, helping you to make informed choices, overcome challenges, and have fun along the way. Hi, and welcome to the Figuring It Out podcast, episode three, for our second quarantine chat. Although, actually, it was the first one I recorded a good few months ago as a bit of a test run. And it was only when I was listening back to it really that I thought, oh, okay, there's quite a few things in there that you might find interesting and I just wanted to share it. It's actually with one of my nieces and nephews, uh, a brother and sister from London. Harris is 13, Safina is 16. And uh, I think it's uh, really interesting in terms of the age range uh, and uh, the difference between Harris, who actually just turned 13 a few days before this was recorded, and his sister, who was three years on. Uh, And I think it just goes to show you travel a long way in a short time when you're a teenager. Uh, Harris isn't usually that quiet. Uh, He's very laid back and comes alive when he's talking about gaming and money. Uh, And Safina was really open on her reflections and experience and shared some real insight and advice that I think is uh, useful and interesting. So without further ado, I'll hand over to those guys and see what you think. Harris, I'm 13. And Safina, and I'm 16. Cool. So you've just turned 13, haven't you, Harris? Mm Mm-hmm. How long ago was that? Um, ten days ago. Ten whole days. <laughs> so, how how does it feel being a teenager? Do you feel any different? No. No. Do you think there's a big thing about becoming a teenager? Because it's the first time you kind of get labelled as anything, isn't it? Really. Mm. Did you feel any pressure? No. Any expectations of being a teenager? No. <laughs> this is so going to be really so you, good fun. Yeah, yeah, so you're just going to roll with it then for the next six years. Is that the plan? Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Savina? Can you remember what it was like three years ago? When oh, you yeah, no, definitely. There was, there was, okay, yeah, well, there's a, all, all of a sudden when you turn 13, there's this label that you're a teenager now. You're going to sleep in till like 12 o'clock and you're going to be grumpy all the time. And I don't think that's, that's yeah, I became grumpy at like 12. So I was already moody, but... There's definitely an expectation you're going to live up to like a certain thing. Like people are like, oh, you're a teenager now. You're going to be so grumpy. You're going to be moody. Like they set it upon you to be feeling a certain way, which is what I always felt. And that really annoyed me, actually. So were you able to work your way through that and feel how you wanted to feel and just be you? Yeah, but then everyone, I felt with a lot of adults, not at school, but I'd say more with friends and family once that you become that teenager everyone like looks at you a different way and they treat you a different way because you're not a kid anymore but now all of a sudden you're you're meant to be grumpy 24 7 and you're meant to be shouting at everyone 24 7 and they expect that almost so there's definitely this change in perception around you but but really i mean one day you're 12 and then the next, the next day you're 13 it's yeah. not like you suddenly transformed overnight and, oh, no, completely. and it's six years from 13 to 19 and there's a lot of things that are going to happen during that yeah. period so definitely me with the last three years i've seen myself like grow as a person completely and i always used to laugh at that and be like how like what do you mean but i understand it so much more i made so many mistakes between the age of 13 to 16 like so many things that I wish I didn't do or I wish I'd change, but then that comes with growing as a person. So now I know what not to do and what to do. 
And it's, yeah, there's definitely a lot of, yeah, learning curves that I had to experience okay. and such. And do you feel that way, Harris, in terms of now you've suddenly turned 13, 10 whole days ago? Did you did people say, oh, well, all of a sudden you're going to become this or that? Mm-hmm. Yeah? And what do you think about that? Do you agree or disagree? Um, both. <laughs> okay. What do you agree with? That you will become moody and stuff, but not like straight away, obviously. Okay. And what do you disagree with? Um, that not all people like go moody straight away. Yeah. I mean, everyone is still an individual, aren't they? So they're not going to suddenly fall into this sort of uh, standard way of being a teenager. They're still themselves, ultimately. Yeah. No, I think it's just that expectation that, you know, you hit that day of turning 13 and everyone's like, wow, yeah. look at you, you're going through puberty. And you're like, I've been going through it for the last like, year or so. <laughs> yeah. Why yeah, are you now? Are you yeah, pointing the last it out? Two years. Yeah. yeah, I think that was definitely, I knew that I was really seriously like messed up in the head. I think you, you underestimate it as well because the thing is, being a teenager is actually a really hard thing because you've got to especially for us, not only decide your GCSEs, uh-huh. not only figure out where you stand in school with your friends, with everything else, you've got to be able to balance your hormones, which is a really hard thing to do because you don't know what you're feeling. Yeah. And it's just a new feeling to you. You're scared of what it is, yet you've got to take on this anger. I felt that I had a lot of anger constantly. And then also try and be really happy 24-7 mm-hmm. and act like everything's okay. When you're going through this complete change... But it was more a change in my mind that it was, this is all new to me. I don't know what this is. And that's what, I thought it was actually quite a scary thing. Because you don't know where where you stand at all. You know, and you feel like you're 25, but you're actually only 13. Uh-huh. Trying to figure out where you know, and you think you know everything, but you really don't. Do you think there's a lot of pressure to have the answers or figure things out yourself when you turn 13? Well, the reason I'm looking at you is because... <laughs> You've got a lot of this at the moment. Do you feel any pressure on yourself, Harris? Um, yeah. In what way? Sandra's face. <laughs> um, I think there was more so a pressure, like kind of like this, of just knowing the answers to everything. Uh-huh. You were supposed to know how you're feeling, you're supposed to know what you want to do next. And like you're kind of trying to say to everyone at the same time, I'm still a kid. I don't uh-huh. know what what these answers are. You know, I've got to figure them out. I think that's also the thing people underestimate is the fact that over the course of the six years, you know, between 13 to 19, you figure a lot out and mm-hmm. you have to learn a lot. So it's being able to answer those questions by the time maybe you hit 20 or something. Yeah, and, and you won't have all the answers the instant you turn 20 either. So there's yeah. plenty of people in their 20s and 30s that are still trying to figure some of this stuff out for themselves so I think just take a little bit of the of the pressure off and just think well you're on your own journey and you'll kind of figure things out as you go yeah and not to try and um, feel bad about the way you're thinking and the way you're feeling because that's just a process of growing up and so okay cool uh, so anything now that any advice you as a 16 year old would have given your 13 year old self looking mm-hmm. back um, quite, quite 
clear, but don't be so stupid. <laughs> I think I was very naive because, like, growing up as a kid, you see the best in everyone. You see the best in people. And when you do... Well, as you get older, you start putting your barriers up a bit, but you still try and see the best in everyone. And I'm, I'm saying, not saying, like, don't, you know, see the best in people, but it's just you've got to just think of your head a bit more and stop trying to... Yeah, I think it was definitely with me when I was growing up a lot more of a... I feel like an adult now. Yeah. I'm an adult. I know this and I know that. And I think, yeah, quite clear. Don't be so stupid. To, <laughs> I wish I said that. <laughs> Do you think there's a difference between how boys and girls deal with being a teenager in those years? I think so. Harris is kind of like, yeah, yeah, boys don't get as phased by it. But what goes on in your head and your, your male friend's heads at the moment? What are you thinking about? Or do you just not worry about it? I don't worry about it. You're just going to go with the flow? So there's no chat in the playground at school or on the way back home from school in terms of things that have annoyed you or things that you've really liked more than other things? Not really. What about the next three years? Is there anything, decisions you need to make? You were, you were mentioning some... Yeah, you were mentioning some that you've got to make when you go back to school. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about that. Um... I've got to decide what subjects I want to choose for GCSE and that's going to be kind of hard I guess because um, I don't know what I want to do because I don't even know what the options are. Okay, so do you get any help at school for that sort of thing? I think so. But you don't know yet? No. So, do you know what things you enjoy at the moment in terms of subjects? Kind of. There are some things I sometimes enjoy and there are other things I don't enjoy, ever. And do you feel that these choices are going to be fixed in stone? That No. No, okay. So you know you can change your mind? Yeah. Okay, well that's good. So you've got an idea of what you enjoy. And what about... The things that you know you are good at and the things that you get better marks at, do you have a feel for what they are? No. No? So you're reasonable at everything? Yeah. Okay. So that, in a way, gives you lots of choice because some people are better at a few subjects or different types of subjects to different things. So then if you can bring that together with what you enjoy, then that helps kind of make a little bit of the of the decision for you because you can bring the, what you enjoy and what you're good at together then that can be really powerful. But because you've got a, a good range of things that you're, you're good at, then actually you've got a bit more of a free choice. So anything that you choose based on what you enjoy is probably going to be a good option for you, at least initially, and then you see where it goes. So you're quite chilled about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. And uh, What about yourself, Safina, the next three years for you? What decisions have you got to take? Mine will mainly be, because of A-level decisions, I've already made them. So, okay. How, how did you make them? How, how did you find them? Um, it was more, so I just picked my favourite GCSE options, what I really like, like doing, what I enjoy, and what I could see myself doing in the future. Okay. So I went along the lines of um, drama, history, and 
uh, what's the final one? Fashion, because they're three things I love. Yeah. They might not be the most academic or like lead me in a, the correct path for the future or whatever, but they're the ones I like the most. And everyone that's older has said to me, with A-levels, you have to pick subjects you love because otherwise you're going to really, really not enjoy it. Yeah. And it'll be a really tough two years because it's already hard enough. So you want to make it the most enjoyable as possible. But um, otherwise, it'll be uni. What If I'm going to uni, what uni or what on earth I'm doing my music. So. Okay. So you mentioned something there about the correct path. Mm. Uh, do you think there's a pressure on you to try and get that path correct in uh, the first time? Yeah, definitely. Everyone expects you to be able to, you know, say what A-levels and then go straight into uni knowing exactly what you're doing. But, like, the truth is no one does. Yeah. You know, I've got an idea, A-level-wise, but I have no idea if I want to even go to uni, so... And there can be a bit of pressure for people just to follow that that standard path. And if it's anything different for you, then sometimes there can be a bit of pressure on well, is that right? Should I just be following the crowd? Or, yeah, you know, no, so, so there's no real single right path because it has to come back to you as a as an individual, really, what you want to yeah. do and what you enjoy and then figuring out what the best option is. And that could be getting a job straight after school. It could be doing an apprenticeship or it could be going to college or uni. Yeah, All I those found that are options. when I said to my... Because I don't really want to go to uni and I feel like I'm telling everyone I do to please them. But... Um, when I first said to my friends, oh, I don't really... Because of the school I'm at, which is a grammar school, it's quite, like, rare to hear someone that doesn't want to go to uni. Uh-huh. When all my friends are off to Oxbridge or whatever, that's their plans. So when I said to them I didn't want to go to uni, they all looked at me completely shocked, as if, like, they had no idea what I was going to do next with my life. <laughs> and they were like, what? Is that even an option? Are you sure? And I was like, yeah, no, that's what I want to do. But it's so rare within my school at least to do that that every it's kind of such a risky move but I don't think it is I just I'd rather say that than be like yeah no I'm going to just please all the adults and friends that want to hear that because that's not that's not what I want to do I think that puts a lot of pressure on you to think oh maybe I should just follow the crowd but actually being yourself and making the decisions for you and thinking well actually you know what this is my my life I'll do what I want and I'll try and think about it and put a bit of thought uh, in terms of what I do, but ultimately, you've got to give it a shot. And I think you have to stick thought. with your gut as well, because yeah. otherwise you end up doubting your own plans. Yeah. You know, I've I've said I have I don't want to go to uni for like the last few years actually, and now I feel like everyone's like, are you sure? Are you sure? And you start doubting it, going, why should I go? And there's literally one reason why I want to go, but then there's about forty five why I don't want to go. <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty easy for me. That's pretty clear cut. So we'll finish the chat about school with a, a, a few, well, three, up to three words in terms of what sums up school for you right now. So um doesn't matter if they're good or bad, just what three words come to mind first thing when you think about school? Go Annoying for it, friends <laughs> and stupid teachers. <laughs> Annoying friends and stupid teachers. Okay, there's, that's certainly, well, that's actually more than three words, but, but yeah, that's, that's, four. That's, that's three things. Friends and stupid teachers was one. You're just going to roll it into one yeah. word. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> what about you, Safina? Um, my school experience is more stressful, weird, and questionable. Okay, cool. So thinking about something different in terms of what you do in your spare time, uh, what hobbies would you say that you've got? Over to you, Harris. What hobbies do you have? Rock climbing, 
Rock climbing on actual outdoor rocks and mountains? Uh, no, it's indoor. Okay. How long have you been doing that? Um, for six weeks. Okay, that's cool. So that's relatively new then. That's just something different mm-hmm. that you've tried. What about other hobbies? I know <laughs> you do more than just that. What have you been doing this weekend? Oh, my phone. Yeah. <laughs> doing what on your phone exactly? Playing games. Yeah, there you go. So that's a hobby. Yeah. I like playing stuff on my PS4. Cool. What else do you do to relax? Netflix. What, movies, TV shows? Uh, any. Anything? Mm. Any particular genre? No, not really. Okay. Uh, is that it? Yeah. Yeah? Cool. What about you, Safina? What do Probably. you do? play the hobbies like playing the guitar and singing um maybe acting from time to time but very rarely yeah i don't really have many to be honest do you think they're important i do because if i suppose if you're someone that's like love school and yeah. loves like all things non-creative then they're really important but if you're a creative person you have that outlet anyway mm-hmm. so like my career is my hobby basically and that's what I want it to be forever. But yeah, it's always good to have hobbies. It keeps you busy. Yeah, absolutely. And it also helps you switch off and relax and, yeah. and uh, just recover from, from going to school and any pressures that you might have. And it could be a whole range of different things. It, it could be a sport. It could be, uh, like you say, sort of something creative um, or gaming, something active that way. Uh, so lots of different options. So whatever floats your boat, really, it's a good way of, of just trying to uh, relax. Okay, so we've spoken a little bit about what you want to do next. Well, Safina has. What about you, Harris? What are you thinking about what, what comes next? GCSEs. So is, it, is that that's it? That's as far as you can see just now? Mm-hmm. What about longer term? Have you got any ideas about what you want to do? When I'm 16, I want to get a job so I okay. can save up money for uni. Oh, right. And is there anything in particular that you're thinking about Job-wise? No, just anything that pays. <laughs> Which takes us nicely on the money. So mm. so do you, have you got anything that earns you money just now? What do you do to... Just stuff around the house. Or maybe look after Ruby sometimes. That's your sister. Yeah. Yeah. So you get paid for that. So mm. paid for chores. You mentioned something the other day that you've done or you do that. Uh, wash the cars. Yeah, there was something else you were doing. You were doing a bit of trading, a bit of selling. Oh yeah, I sell stuff at school. And you make profit? Yeah. And what do you do with that profit? Save it. So you got bank accounts? Uh yeah. Yeah? But I just I just keep it all in like my drawer and then I'll count it all up whenever I need to buy something or want to buy something. Yeah, you keep it in cash and <laughs> coins. Yeah, I don't like having money on my card because I don't know how much I have. Because then I just tap it and I won't know how much I have. If it's in cash, at least I can then look at it. Okay. So do you find managing money quite easy? Yeah. Was it something you were taught? No. Okay. So how, how did you get to that point where you feel quite confident with earning money and saving it? I've just always been saving my money so I can buy something bigger, like in the long term. Okay. So that's just something I've always done. Mm. Since you were quite little, you've always done that. Yeah. 
What about you, Samina? Do you earn any um, money just now? And what do you do well, with it? I babysit, and that's where I kind of get most of my money from. But again, like chores around the house and looking after like kids, basically, just get some money. But um, I'm hoping to get a job somewhere, so just to start earning even more. But um, I'm awful with money. Absolutely <laughs> awful. The moment I see anything in my bank account, I'll go and spend it. The moment she sees anything in my room, she goes and takes it. Ha ha ha, so funny. No, I'm I'm just, I'm awful at saving. I, I love doing it, and I'll do it if I'm really determined. Like, I was getting my hair dyed last year, and I needed 400. <gasps> maybe, hair a bit dyed. O- maybe a bit over. Okay. Um, yeah, no, it was ridiculous. I, went to, I decided to go to one of the top salons in London, stupidly, and pay a stupid amount of money. But it was really nice at the end. Um, but yeah, I was completely broke. And yeah, I managed to do that. In like three, four months, I managed to get 400 together. Oh, so you can do it when you set your mind to it. I, yeah, I can yeah. do it. You need something to work awful towards. At it. Yeah. <laughs> and even when I'm I'm trying to save, I still am really bad. So I got my hair that's basically what I spent my money on, is just getting my hair dyed. But I got it done in July and I needed to put get together like three hundred pounds and I had saved up like I think a hundred, but then the moment I finished my GCSEs, like the literally the day, I went out to London and just spent it all. Because I just, I was so, like, I'm over GCSEs, I'm all done, I can go treat myself now. And I literally just grabbed all the money, and I wasn't planning on spending it all. And ended up realising that I was left with nothing. So then I had to save up all over again. Well, that's a good lesson. I haven't learnt from it, really. <laughs> yeah, you get to a point where uh, if the lesson hasn't sunk in, then you, know, you need to think about, okay, yeah. what's going on here? Yeah. But I just like clothes too much. I just spend it all on clothes and yeah, it's really bad because Harris is really good at saving. He can save hundreds and hundreds and I can't even save like a tenner. <laughs> well, that might be something, that might be a key skill that you want to think about. Yeah, um, definitely. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And what about the job side of things? Is it just about earning money or do you see other benefits of working for it? Um, well, I'd like to get a job at Topshop and that's so that I can preferably at least and that's so that I can get some like experience in set being in sales okay because I think that's always really like everyone that I've always spoken to has always been like yeah I, ha- I was a shop assistant or was this and that and that yeah and it's always good to be able to work with people yeah and I'd like to be able to deal with like customers and that but um yeah no it'd also be for my CV just to add something else rather than just be like yeah I went to school got GCSEs went to uni sort of thing so just to add a bit more but um, yeah more for the long term what about you Harris you said you're going to get a job at 16 so is it I just can... about the money or is it about other stuff as well I kind of want to work at JD so I get free vouchers and stuff <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm sensing a theme mm-hmm. yeah then I can just get free stuff or maybe like try work at Apple and you get a discount okay that's a good way of thinking <laughs> So there's not much more really to talk about, but other than if there's any, I guess, pressures or uh, opportunities that you talk about to your friends, so just when you're just hanging out and relax, what, what sort of things do you talk about? Just anything really, and like, what's going on around school and stuff. I don't know, we just talk about random stuff. And what about you, Sophia? What, what do you talk about with your pals and anything that... You've all got mutual frustrations about, or GCSEs really were like yeah. the biggest thing. Everyone would just be complaining how stressed they were, or how much revision they'd done. But um, 
Yeah, with my friends, we're my friend group's pretty good in the way that it's changed so that my friends now I can relate to a lot more. So, like, any problems that I'm having, they'll kind of understand. Yeah. And we can always, like, I can talk to them about certain things. So, it, even if it's, like, something at home or something I'm dealing with on my own, it's quite good to be able to relate to them. But, yeah, it was mainly just all about GCSEs. Well, that's done now, so that's good. So yeah, you got a little bit it's still about GCSEs. Large <laughs> results next week, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's why. So results on Thursday, and we'll see. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, good stuff. So if there's anything you, you would want to give as advice to other teenagers, can you think of anything that you'd want to say? Um, just try and take the pressure off yourself, because I think a lot of teenagers put pressure on themselves to be able to do certain things, and achieve certain things and I think you don't need that added pressure pressure is around us everywhere with parents with teachers with schools try and just cut yourself a bit of slack really I think Good it's advice like, for life in general yeah what about you Harris any words of wisdom no I've been a teenager for 10 days <laughs> <laughs> so there you go that was Harris and Safina but what's your story what's happening with you right now Head along to figuringout.me where you can subscribe for regular team tips, support and inspiration to your inbox. And you can also contact me, JJ, at figuringout.me. I look forward to hearing from you and see you soon. Bye. The Figuring It Out podcast, helping you to make informed choices, overcome challenges and have fun along the way.